0: What's, What's going up? on, guys? What is going hey. on? Guys? Yes. Lisa, I think you should take the lead on this. You, but You and Matt both upstaged me, but the damn drumheads. So, Lisa, you, you take the reins. Go ahead. Dude, it's nice to see you again. How are you? I was going to say, great to see you again. <laughs> damn it, they've already met? Oh, God. Yes, we have. drumheads. Yeah, exactly. How do you think
1: okay. the drum head. I girl, saw I them know. on tour last time. Uh, they were in Richmond. They came down to Canal Club. Uh, and I went and spoke to them and I picked up both mine and Matt's drum heads. And so if you do get a chance to see a void, make sure you go by their merch early and pick up a drum head because there is a very special mess. Not only is it hand direct decorated by the band, but there's a great message on the back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I, love, I like well. it.
1: Yeah. So I was just curious. So Betty, you guys are getting ready to, okay. It's not going to work. You guys are getting ready to... (laughs) The whole interview, now it's on the ground. That's great. Uh, I'd have to, like, stand up and do all the things to sort it, it. so I'm not going to do that because we're locked. I got it. Um, But you guys are getting ready to go on tour, so tell me, what have you guys been prepping to do? You just dropped another single, right? Can't take this away?
2: Yeah, we just released Can't Take This Away. It's been amazing. The response so far has just been... Really cool and it's been great because this is the first one we haven't released a music video with the initial release of the song. And so it's cool to see the song itself getting like the pickup and the buzz. And so then we'll be able to drop the video in a couple weeks and it'll be cool to see like all of that come together. But yeah, we're practicing, gearing up the tour with the plot and you Silent Planet and Cane Hill all in November into December. Uh record comes out November fourth, so it'll come out right when we're on the road. We'll be selling it on the road, we'll be you know what I mean? Just spreading the good word of the new record.
1: I've got to ask you I saw your little teaser for Can't Take This Away, and you guys are in a bowling alley. So, do you guys bowl? Um, I mean, for fun. We like,
2: <laughs> we like going bowling.
1: <laughs> well, did you but actually I wouldn't, That's I wouldn't right.
2: call us bowlers? <laughs>
1: Did you make that strike on your own or did someone else do that for you? I did make a strike. I did do that. <laughs> it's very impressive. Well, I was- so here's
2: the thing. I shot an incredible game for myself. I shot, what was it, a 186? Pretty, pretty crazy. But <laughs> I was playing by myself and I basically would restart. Every time I didn't get a strike, which I did play nine frames straight, but I just would like, every time I'd fuck it up, I'd just start the game over until I had nine good frames. Still counts. I love Still it. counts.
0: Still counts.
1: Thank you. Counts. I'll take the technicality on that bad boy. Hey, it's not like you're, what is it? The professional, what is it, the PBA, the professional bowlers association? You're not on that tour. So what does it really matter? Yeah, it's like, give it's the man fine. some time to
0: get worked up. He may end up there. We don't know. Hey,
1: you, I so, would love to. Well, I think probably your fallback might be in the racing industry, though, wouldn't it?
2: Definitely probably that. I mean, just go. I mean, I would love to. If it's mean, still, I would love to be a part of it in any capacity. Like, I just love going to races. I love being I'm watching the sport. We have friends now that work in it. So, yeah, probably racing would be the fallback for sure. What,
3: what kind of racing?
2: Well, I i mean, I'm definitely the most into NASCAR, but I like it all. I uh, try to follow IndyCar. I follow uh, a little bit of F1. I mean, I'll go and see NHRA when they're in town because they that's one of the only racing that comes to Washington. So, yeah, I love who, racing. Who, it's just who, fast who, cars are your, sick.
3: Who's your NASCAR driver?
2: My NASCAR driver, whoo, it's been tough. I mean, I've, I've rooted for Bubba the whole time, so I love seeing when he does good. Um... A, i ai was. I don't hate Chase Elliott. Right. I like William Byron. I'm a Hendrick guy. I don't. I, like, I, I like the Hendrick racers.
3: I. I was a Hendricks fan. I still am. But after watching USA's reality show on Austin Dillon, I have turned into an Austin Dillon fan. Is it so good? It, it's actually. I love. I love watching uh, reality shows where it's behind the scenes of stuff that I like. So even. Even the reality show that they got going racing for the championship right now, where it's with Chase Elliott and Joey Logano and Byron and Daniel Suarez and all of that. You get to see behind the scenes, you get to see them with their family. And then you oh, get to see cool. what kind of person they actually are. That makes so Kurt Bush, I absolutely hated, but now that I see what kind of person he is off the track, I don't I don't hate him as much. You don't hate him as much.
2: No, I mean, I got a, you. Got to feel bad for Curdy after what happened this year, and you know, commend him for retiring. But it's always a bummer to see right. someone go from a crash because I mean, same thing happened to even Dale Junior. You know, he had to stop racing for the same reason. It's it's sad, but it's racing too. You know,
3: for for those of you on the on my right hand of the screen over here,
0: we're talking about concussions when they got into their car accidents. I don't know if you're pointing at me for that. I didn't know most of what yeah. y'all said, but I did, however, watch the whole Dale Arnard Jr. Uh, episode that he did on Rogan. So I know a, a fairly significant amount about him and his concussions that he went through and just like how mind blowing that was. Like from the medical side of things where I come from, they had like no protocols. He's like going home vomiting. He can't walk. And they're like, ah, oh, just sleep it off. You'll be fine. And like yeah. over and over. again. Yeah. I'm like, get in tomorrow Jesus and do Christ. some of You'll be all right. Yeah. If you you like that kind of like racing
2: reality show, did you ever watch Drive to Survive, the F1 show on Netflix? No, I did
3: not, but I will now. It's fantastic. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm actually writing it down right now.
2: It is fantastic. You would love it.
0: I I watched a restoration show where like an aside (laughs) of the show was hit to pass racing. You ever heard about that? I've heard of it, but I'm not as familiar with it. I don't think it's like huge. I don't even know if it actually still exists anymore, but literally it's like racing on a dirt track, but like mixed with um, um, you have to hit the car in front of you to, to pass. That's like the rule. I'm like, well, that's amazing. That's sick. That's, Demolition yeah. Derby is That's really, the one I couldn't think of. That's <laughs> it's like Demolition Derby, but it's in a circle and somebody wins. There you go. Right?
1: There so you
3: sick. go. Sorry, guys. We took that interview away from you real quick.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, there's so much testosterone here oh, right now. So- <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I can't speak racing. <laughs> Bring us back I I got in, Lisa. I not speak
2: racing, but I know still a because I'm in the UK. Jimmy Johnson shirt on when he did the car where he did it was half Richard Petty, half heart. I'll end it with that.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just like that shirt and I think it's cool and I like showing it off. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I actually had another question. I was going through like your Instagram stuff, right? Did you grow up on VeggieTales?
2: Um, oh, I did a little bit, but that was more of just like, I saw everyone else doing it and it was kind of funny. And I figured that if we did it, people would also find it funny.
1: <laughs> oh, too bad. I was going to ask you what your favorite VeggieTales song was. Oh yeah. That's fuck. I'm I was more of a Wiggles
2: kid. Because I was going to say fruit salad, and then I was like, wait, that's not a VeggieTales song.
1: <laughs> fruit salad. Okay. I'm trying to remember when my – okay. I think I remember that one from, like, a really long time yeah, ago. Fruit when salad. salad. Yummy, yeah. yummy. Salad. <laughs> yeah. Shit, <laughs> love bro. It. I absolutely <laughs> love buddy. it. I absolutely love it. You um, know, so...
3: Jerry, do you know how we clip parts of the show? Yeah, yeah. This, that that's, part right there has got to be clicked.
1: That's
3: play. the part, <laughs> yeah, that's the part
1: we're going to feature is Benny singing Fruit Salad by the Wiggles. That's a, that's, that's, that's a, good, that's a good
3: one for our
2: TikTok. That's how we get clicks, baby. That's how we go viral. I'm out here.
1: We're making
0: moments. Let's do it. <laughs> not
1: I, and not only that, but if you guys think that Benny's funny just here on the interview, you should see him live, see the band live, because the the energy that you see right here is literally being bottled up. Let this kid out on a stage with the band and you will see just a complete massive blowout. It's a tsunami well, of energy. It, it's funny. Out you, of it's funny to say
3: that because I can't travel a lot like you and go all <laughs> over the fucking world to see whatever bands I have to keep myself within this tri-state area. So when anytime a void wants to come down to Biloxi, Mississippi, we just
2: got to make it work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no shit. We would love to.
2: Here's yeah. the thing: we like playing everywhere, and when we were, it, now that we have like booking agents and shit, it's a little harder to always do like the one-off stuff. But me personally, I would play in Mississippi every goddamn day of the week if I
0: could. That's what I'm talking. If people want to come see us. We're there, Ke- Kevin. weren't they, weren't they in Houston the night that we play? That we were there hanging out. They, I, I
3: think it was. They were playing with Post Profit in Austin. Remember? And And we were in Houston for the Stained concert. Tell them what I was going to do. We all literally debated about not going to Corn and Stained and hopping in a vehicle and driving to Austin to go see Post Profit and Avoid. No, me and Blake. You
0: and Blake. Yeah, but you and Blake. But Blake had already had 50 bottles of Jack. (laughs) (laughs) It was Crown Royal, and he and I were already committed to going. We were leaving corn and going to see y'all, but unfortunately, we were both too shit faced that we couldn't have operated a um, a drinking straw, much less a motor vehicle. So, <laughs> because of that, I know you were there in spirit, so it was yes. just like you were there anyway. So, there like you, go. you know. <laughs> hats off to you boys thank you thank you thank you uh that that brings up one of the points that i wanted to ask you about you know the the burner came out in what 2020 right so like i don't remember where exactly in all the uh pandemic crap that was but i know things got shut down but that's about the time when i really started getting into you guys i later found out that i had some of your songs saved on a playlist from a prior album and didn't even make the connection right out of the gate but my question is when i started seeing that that record And then like the videos that went along with it, I'm like, all right, they sound different, which I really like. I was like, but there's this, um, and you're do you're doing, I could see like now talking to you like it's just you, but like this comedy element to your videos, like y'all didn't take shit too serious. You weren't trying to be like, you know, I'm in a rock. It was just funny. And I saw the NASCAR shirts and like, I was like, what the fuck are these guys doing? And the music's killer. So like, I I don't think that's just who y'all are. I I guess I'm going to answer my own question, right? That wasn't like a premeditated thing. It was just like, nope, this is what we fucking do. No, genuinely, I think, and I think that's maybe why you saw
2: a change between the first album and that, because like to to, all, it's story time, but I'll try and tell the story as not too, too long, but like take the the session of the the internet. We got
0: time. Go ahead.
2: Perfect. So, well, we made our first record alone uh, in Oh god, I was eight, seven. I was 18 19 when we were when we were like finishing up that record. So, like really and we started writing some of those songs we wrote when I was like 16 17. So, that was like very much so very beginning stages of everything. And then when we got that record done, I think like the whole time, I mean, and I feel like anyone that's a musician goes through this. This just happens to be my first and only band, so I don't have a like prior band <laughs> that I went through all this with. But, yeah, like when you're sixteen, and especially like at that time, it was like the tail end of like the glory warp tour days and like super, like, like i I was way more into like like pierce the veil and like asking Alexandria and of mice and men, and like that whole warp tour side of shit is what I was super into in like middle school, early high school. And it was what I saw was successful and even though at heart, like I still, and I still do love that stuff, but I was always more of a goofball, more of a fuck it, NASCAR, go crazy da da up. But I didn't think you could do that. Like I, because I didn't see other bands doing that as much. And so I didn't want to like come across as like, you know what I mean? Like I was, there was a lot of like identity issues that came to that. And then the coolest thing about, uh, with that record, we, it did still do some numbers and it, and it helped traject the band and and start getting us some tours and stuff like that. And this is no disrespect to anyone, because I would say that also we're pretty much friends with everyone we've ever toured with. And I love music and I have respect for what everyone's doing, but there also are, I'm not going to any, go into specifics, but there's sometimes like you meet some bands that you like grew up, like thinking like, Oh, they're cool. Or they're doing the right thing and this is how you do it. And then you meet them or you tour with them or you spend some time with them. And you're kind of like, whoa, this sucks. (laughs) And and I think that was kind of – and thankfully, we had that moment when we were like 18, 19, right after our first record. And like, we ate a lot of shit. We're still eating a lot of shit. But, like, we were able to kind of come – they always say don't ever meet your heroes or whatever. But I most people I've met and most of, like, the people I've looked up to have met overwhelmingly positive. So I want to put that out there first. Like, I'm not trying to just dig on people and it makes you jaded – I have had an overwhelmingly positive experience in the music industry and meeting people, but you see, you start seeing shit when you're like 18, 19. And it made me like, that was just kind of what I thought about. And like, you even hear some people talk about it like, Oh, well, I did this thing when I was like 18 and it hit and I'm not really into it, but it's what the people like. So now I'm in my mid thirties doing something I don't really love doing. And so that was like another thing I saw is it's like, there is some like, Sometimes you can get caught in a in a niche or in like a thing that you think you're supposed to do. And so being opened up to that, I think we did that. And then we started writing the burner and it was like, oh, let's just be ourselves. We don't have to be serious or too light or too this or too that. And so the burner was us finally not giving a fuck rather than like and not like I'm not saying you felt this way but some people did think it was like a oh you guys from went from having a more serious edge to this and now you're just fucking nascar and crazy and goofy videos and we were like but you don't understand is that is who we've been the whole time we're finally just expressing it with everything we're doing and so and I think it's brought more people in because it is genuine it's just who we are
0: and it set yourself apart. It's, it's an evolution as an artist. I mean, you started young, man, like 18 to be at that level with your first record. Uh, but yeah, you evolved over time. And it definitely caught my ear when I heard it. I'm like, uh, and then, like I said, I realized I had some of your older stuff on playlist. And I'm like, oh, I, I wasn't even putting it together. But it, it it really did. like Being unique like that is how you separate yourself from the pack. And it worked. And like you, I think like, There's I'll a moment you. in a video. Go ahead. That, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, there's a moment in a video, I don't even remember which song it is, but like, you literally looked at the camera and went like, bitch, you said that in the middle of the song. I was like, God damn, that's hilarious. That's so fucking perfect. Like, I loved it. It's like genuine. Like you said, no one sat down and was like, we should probably put a bitch in here somewhere like right here. It was like, you just said it and it worked.
2: No, if anything that like when we try and force it, it doesn't work like uh, like I, I was doing radio liners last night for all, all the different stations. And uh, I uh, I like there was one that I did for Octane forever ago. And I said, suck my balls in it. And they actually played it. And it was hilarious. And I tried to like recreate it last night and I listened back. I was like, this sucks. Like yeah. you can, and cause the first one was so genuine. You can't recreate those moments. And thankfully we're just all, we always have the camera rolling or the thing recording. So we try and capture everything, but all of that little shit is so genuine. And e- even when we try and recreate it, we typically don't use it. Cause it's like, oh, that's stupid. Or that doesn't come across right. It's, it has to be genuine. It has to be stupidly perfect, you know? <clears throat> Oh, I, I can tell you Jared is serious
3: because I can remember the day and I probably still have the text message from when it clicked with him with you guys and all of a sudden I got a text message. We got to get this band on the fucking show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and here we are two years later with the band on the show. Hey, um, I'll choose to that.
1: Yeah. Oh, Persist- all right. Persistent. We like that. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: Um. So we're actually gonna roll into a video real quick. Um, you don't have a video for your newest single, but we do have a video for whatever that we're gonna play. Nice. Now, the one thing I like about it, tell us about how y'all came around the beginning where you're talking like to the record exec and he's all about interaction and likes and spit. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so uh quick story time. So to kind of just go into that song in general, that song kind of started, so it was a song that we had like hanging around for a minute. And it, we always liked the riff like that. We loved that riff, but we had it in a bunch of different structures that just didn't work. It just wasn't it yet. And so then it, 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 that song was just kind of there for like a year. And then we were, when we were recording the record and we went back to that one with our producer, uh, he, he had some great ideas and it really helped pull the whole thing together. And then when we were putting lyrics to it, we had like that drop at the beginning and we were like, what do we do there? And then we had the robot voice idea to like, kind of like poke fun at like what a lot of the modern bands are doing with like that robotic, like the name of their song. Right. And again, it was always lighthearted, but it was like, how, how funny is that? And then that stem to the lyrics being a lot about just poking fun at how, like, how stupid is it that so many people like take this as a competition and so many people uh, there's they care about subgenres and this and that. And it's like really like, yes. And that's what makes music uh, wonderful is it's all different and it's all that, but anyone that's trying to make it, we're just doing a branch of the same thing. Whether you're fucking a rapper, whether you're a country artist, whether you're a metal band, whether you're, you're playing to 15 people in a bar at some point before you make it big. And, we're all and we all fucking eat shit and we all so why do you have such an ego about it it's stupid it's actually kind of comical that we pursue ourselves into something that you have like a point oh oh one percent chance at really making it at and it's like if you can't laugh at that then what the fuck are you doing and so then when it comes into the video the idea for the video was then to also poke fun at that and then we obviously like i was saying the the 2008 to 2015 warp Tour era, scene hair, jumping, running in place. Oh, boy, that, is, that has my heart. But <laughs> it, it's funny. It's stupid. It's funny. We can all agree on that as someone that loves it. And so we wanted to find a fun way in the music video to, again, just poke at how silly this all is while also doing the same tropes and the same things in the song and dressing like that ourselves. And then that's why we have the transition at the very end back into our actual clothes and what it is. It's, the whole thing is supposed to basically be like, how stupid is it that we take this so seriously? Yeah. We should just have some fun and do whatever the fuck we want.
3: I got you. I agree with Love you it. 100%. And
1: so ladies and gentlemen,
3: you. here it is. And Jared, remember you, how we take clips from shows? And that was another one. <laughs> hey. Kevin,
0: I'm way ahead of you. I got a notepad. Okay. I'm this way ahead. Guy,
3: you guys are a good operation. I love this. Hey. Here, here, here it comes. Here is a void. This is whatever. And you're watching the sound.
1: Go yeah. see that shit live.
3: Come, Come see it, baby. Tear that place apart. I promise. Let, you. Me, let, me tell you, let me tell you how real they are. He's wearing the same fucking hat right now <laughs> that he was in the video. And then I have to ask are you a Yankees fan? No, that okay, I'm good. a diehard man. Oh, see, I'm I'm an Astros fan, so <sighs> much. opinion about. Let's move Damn, on. Let's not <laughs> Next us not, anymore. Anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not talk about that right now. Yep, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I wore a I wore it was an, it's an A Rod jersey, and that I was just to piss people off. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I will Love tell it. you this:
3: fucking straight up intensity the entire fucking video. I loved it it it's fucking and you saw it in our comments i don't know if you saw yeah it. i was seeing that popping
2: up, but. amazing thank you everyone hello everyone by the way that said nice things i appreciate it and if you want to say mean things that's cool too i don't really care <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'll just use it in the next reel on instagram yeah yeah just,
0: exactly go eat shit and uh, don't listen to it that's all i can tell you Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's um, cool. your That's tour cool. is starting. It's kicking off, man. You guys are kicking off uh on November 2nd in Denver and going through December 3rd, ending in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I know you have a stop in New York City and I will see you there.
2: Hey.
1: Because okay. I get to travel.
2: Let's go. <laughs> make sure, make sure you shoot us a message. I mean, New York Cities are always those are always tough days, but I'll at least like at the show have a good amount of time to hang out.
1: So, yeah, no, I'll def I'll come by merch
2: yeah yeah okay. i'll be i mean i'll be
1: around you
3: get another fucking drum um,
2: yeah
1: probably okay <laughs> get there early you want to get there before me because i'm picking that shit up
3: well i drum heads don't worry about it there's another one <laughs> if they make their way down to our neck of the woods which is down here in mississippi or alabama or florida i'm there so hey we're yes. in florida Okay, where uh, in plain normal? I need another one. Orlando, in Florida at the
2: Orpheum, baby. Ah, Atlanta, Georgia I,
3: at
1: the Mad parade Yeah, you need to get to the UK because Matt needs another drum pack. You need to come head. to the UK, Benny. <laughs> it's it's being
2: ch- it, we're chatting, we're chatting. It'll happen. I'll be there.
1: <clears throat> Next There's year. no way it can't happen. You guys are literally just. It's so refreshing to see a band just, and especially as young as you are. Just go balls out and just be who you are and do what you want to do. It is so fucking refreshing to see. And it's working for you. You know, people feed off of that energy. And they can also feed off of your authenticity. And it's – I'd like to ask a little bit about your creative process in terms of how you guys write your songs. I mean, where is this stuff coming from? Um, I mean, it all
2: comes from – I mean, I'll, I'll get more specific, but, I mean, it really comes from from everything. And this is always how I've, uh, I've always had this mindset on, like, writing songs is because, I mean, everything is so different, right? Some songs take fucking – I mean, it can take people years to finish a song. Some songs come together in five minutes. And how I've always thought about it is – like yeah maybe it doesn't matter how long it takes because yeah that five minutes but what were you doing your entire life leading up to that five minutes that set you up for that ability to because everything comes from something right and if you're not especially as a musician I'm always thinking about that stuff so if inspiration strikes and I can get it out in five minutes and that's great sometimes it's like I know this is good but it hasn't struck it you got to hold on to it for a little bit but so just initially going in is we always try to go in with that mindset of it's like we're not trying to take like a like rush or any it's like trust the process let it do its thing and everything that we're doing is is beneficial to it and then to get more specific into it i mean it's all it's all real emotion it really is and and how i try and like write lyrics if I mean, if you really want to read the lyrics and then you talk to me a little bit, I think you can kind of figure out a lot of my innuendos and, and how I like disguise mental health and like actually a lot of sadness in the lyrics. Cause that's really where I get all of that out. And yes, I'm fun and chipper and crazy Benny. I mean, I love being that, but there is the other side of it that the, the mean part of my brain and, and I'm very lucky that I have such an amazing, creative, positive outlet to let all of those like, bad thoughts out with. And so it's really, I mean, and not just myself, I mean, all of us struggle on, on different levels and, and that, that that's what avoid is to us. It's our creative outlet to, to enjoy living, (laughs) but you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's what I feel like gives me purpose doing this stuff. And so it's like, you, you take a song like hostage at a beach house party, where it's like it's a goofy ass song, it's crazy sporadic. Song is super fucking sad if you actually like take a second. I mean, that's what the whole the whole thing is. It's like you can be at a beach house party and you can be having the time of your life and still feel like you don't belong there. And yep. same with Kawabunga. Kawabunga, a super upbeat, happy, fun song in your face. But that song is about how sometimes I just wanna like go away and live in a treehouse in the middle of the woods with no one around. And like, so it's like, I always try and I like that. I I don't want it to be too far in one direction because I think, and and I mean, I love bands like Blink-182 and I love bands like some 41 and I love bands that have, but like, I think that what's cool about what we're, and I'm not even trying to compare. So I mean, those are the fucking legends, but like, I think that if you're like a fan of the goofy side of stuff, you, we have a place for you. But if you like the more serious stuff as well, we have it. Like we really are trying to like bridge that gap between like playing grab ass with each other and fucking totally goofing around all the time. But like it comes from a real place. And and they're and I mean even look at Blink One Eighty too. Terrible example because you look at their more recent stuff and they're actually perfected that in their sound as well. But you know what I mean. My point is that yes, we really want to it's our, our creative outlet is a void and we're letting literally any possible emotion happiness sadness when we feel like we're really confident like we're the best band in the world When we feel like we're the shittiest band in the world and like we're never going to make it like all of that comes and especially like take cult mentality as a record cult mentality is i mean it's that it's cult mentality and i think that anyone that wants to make it in anything, even whether it's creative or just like making it up in a job. But I mean, fuck you guys having this show, you guys have cult mentality to continue to do your show every week and find bands and do stuff like that. Like I, I I think that cult mentality is something that everyone has inside them and it's what you need to dedicate yourself to something. And even like with the branding of that, I was slightly nervous because I think like the whole cult thing got a little over. Before, and now all the bands were doing like the Colt and the U was a V and it was like a whole fucking thing. And I mean like whatever, cool. And if that's working for you, that's fine. But that's like, not my thing. And I did not want like this concept to be taken as that because it's about dedicating yourself to something you really love. And, and that again is what, that's why we love being so unapologetically ourselves. If there is any message that we can find in all of this, it's like, yeah, you actually can do whatever the fuck you want because society is scary and there are there are invisible norms and boxes that people will try to put you in. And I hope that we can be here to remind you that you do not have to exist in those realms whatsoever. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And so, yeah, to make this whole ADHD rant kind of come to fruition, <laughs> uh, that is what it is to us. It's uh, It's everything. And our creative process is, it never stops. We live and breathe our creative process because we live and breathe a void. And that's just what this is. You, you can't turn off what we're doing. It's a 24, seven, seven days a week operation.
1: Wow. Hey, I mean, you speak yeah. wisely far beyond your years. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, Jared, far you know, beyond your years. It takes, hey, Jared, you know, you know where we life take life. certain
3: parts of the show and we clip it.
0: Don't say <laughs> it, okay. well, I'm going to clip you out of the show. I'm just going to put a blurry box. <laughs> Through the whole Yeah, thing. we're just gonna
1: let Benny. We're just gonna have roll clips of Benny for like the next three months. Yeah, right and we, ahead, we won't. None of us will have to show up.
0: Yeah, and that, that way, once he sees that, once you see that pesky logo right there in the top, I just added the, the, the that that that's us. So you'll know who's tagging the shit out of you. Right <laughs> <on yourself. Yeah. laughs> hey,
2: I love it. I'm. Yeah. I no seriously, you guys are great, man. I'm. I'm having such a blast.
0: So i got i got i got a question you talk about your live performance and all the energy and everything um anybody that's listening to the record can can hear the, all of them that you you know you kind of bring the pain with the voice there so what's the what's the prep how do you maintain it on the road show after show night after night because we've mentioned it a couple of times you you you're young and wise but beyond your years but one of the flavors that i hear in your voice that i love uh are, i don't know how into comedy you are and how far back you go but but sam kennison i hear that in your screen like all the time and i, I love that shit but that's so how a do really you... cool compliment yes yes i hope you take it that way because it really no. fucking is uh how do you how do you how do you maintain on the road
2: yeah um uh i i mean uh i i'm like i'm not like a diva about how i maintain my voice however i i just have like my things that work for me a lot and i mean uh, I mean, warming up every day and warming down; those are two things that I think are just big. And doing those alone will help a lot. And like knowing, like knowing where your voice sits, and making sure you're not just like, like the you shouldn't be making loud noises out of your mouth for the very first time when you walk on stage. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta get yourself warmed up. Uh, where I shoot myself in the foot a lot of the time is I do love to talk. <laughs> and I talk a little loud and especially like you're at a show and especially like, and I, and I've gotten better about this over the years. And I feel bad because it means I have to hide a little bit more, but it's purely so I don't blow my voice out because it's like, I would, if I could, I would hang out at the merch table all night and just talk with everyone and stuff like that. But if you're trying to do 30 shows, you can't fucking, Hey man. Yeah. That sounds right. Oh yeah. Like, You know what I mean? You do that after doing a set every single night. That's where I've noticed I blow my voice out more is using it like that. And so just trying to rest it uh, appropriate times and having a healthy balance as to like if I'm going to go out to the merch table now and go talk to people, which I will. I'm gonna do that every single night. I love meeting people, but I'll make sure I do it either in between sets or after the show, so I don't have to talk over a band playing or talk over house music. And like I just learn those little things that like okay, if I don't go too far like this or too far like that, that doesn't hurt my voice. And then uh, lots of throat coat tea. They have these Fisher Farms. Uh, like they're like cough drops like lozenges those are amazing those just loosen up your throat every day like I t- I do those every day um vix vapo rub that shit's really fuck it that does I mean put it all up on your chest up on your throat right here that'll do wonders and then when you start to get sick on tour my vocal coach taught me this uh especially during the winter years if you uh sleep with socks on it's super gross but you so I have to buy a lot of socks but you just like douse the bottom of your feet VIX vapo rub and then put socks on because your f- heat leaves your body through your feet and your head. And so, uh, and then the fucking whatever, I mean, she's just a genius and I can't explain all the technical workings of why it works, but all that goes into your body through your feet and all those like cooling healing gels comes through you. And it's a good way to get on top of a cold early, especially on tour. So there's just lots of stuff like that. Lots of tea, lots of warming up, lots of lozenges, just like, and just being aware of my limits, like as much as I wish I could talk and be out there all the time, 24 seven, like being strategic and smart about knowing like, Hey, I got to do this for a fucking month. Like no, no one to rest because that's my biggest fault. and never know when to rest.
0: That's Jared's biggest fault too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Matt, what do you got? You've been sitting there quiet. What do you got, Matt? I know. I thought he I'm was just, I'm just minute.
2: enjoying Benny's company right now. I fucking love this guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, I appreciate it, bro. I love your hoodie, by the way.
1: Yeah. yeah the back's even better. Hang on. The uh, back is sick.
2: I don't want to see your butt. No. Hey. Oh, that's cool though. I love that.
3: Yeah, that was from their uh their tour when they've done the arena tour over here so that's how he hides behind the bushes <laughs> <laughs> that's jesus
2: Jeez. that's awesome yeah it's Thank awesome but yeah so you talked about the record dropping while you're on tour um is it midway while you're on tour right at the beginning so the tour starts November 2nd the record drops November 4th so if any if those lucky couple people that'll be at those first couple shows we're selling the record at it so you get the record early and I mean I'm sure if it hasn't been leaked already I imagine it will I've been very uh, I've probably sent it out too much and I'm sure it's, it's gotten around <laughs> so right,
1: right. <laughs> I got you I got you <laughs> i don't care if
2: it leaks if it leaks that means people like it and that means it's good you know yeah and that's what i was gonna get at. is like you know if it was like midway between the tour like would will you be selling it like through the entire tour so people can get that
3: little bit of exclusive
2: yeah no we're, we're we're selling it even when it's out but thankfully it comes out at the very beginning and so the tour will kind of be like a celebration of the album being out which is nice and I think it's cool like that because we even notice it with putting out singles. uh, When you put out a song at the beginning of tour, it's like, you know what I mean? By week two, by week three, every night, more and more people have then picked up the words and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool to like watch people consuming the music, like literally in front of you and watch more and more people sing it. So that's something that I am looking forward to, like seeing how the crowds respond to and which songs they respond to, you know? Love it, very cool. So, go ahead, go ahead. Do
1: you have any favorites off the new record?
2: Ooh yeah, Uh, I mean, I honestly can't take this away. Is I'm excited we finally got to put it out. That was that's been like our our fucking back pocket. Like, I feel like that was definitely one that I'm. I i do not think people necessarily expected us to put that song out after some of the other singles, and that's what I like. Uh, And then that. So I would. I mean, my three favorites are. Can't take this away, Cowabunga, and then a song that uh, hasn't been released yet called Blast Off. It's the second song on the record. I just fucking love that song. Uh, and then there's just some, uh, especially like when the record comes out, because like I said, you've now I feel like everyone's gotten like a little bit of everything with all these singles. Like they all lean in a, a slightly different like vibe, but all make sense together. But Cowabunga to My World to Split to Can't Take This Away. It's all a little different. Uh, the record's heavier than you expect it to be, I think. Like, when you that. listen to the record in full, there's some, mm-hmm. like, we by far did the heaviest shit we've ever even thought about doing on this record, which is cool, because we also did oh, the yeah, lightest right. stuff and more, like, poppy and creative stuff we've ever done, and so, like, the burner was already, like, here on both directions. I think this record brings it out to here, like, because there's more songs and everything, like we really got to just experiment with all the different sounds you like. I also will say, and I spent a long fucking time picking the track listing from listening to the record front to back. I think if you listen to the record front to back, it makes sense, and all the songs flow into each other while being as sporadic as it is. I love it.
1: I can't wait.
2: Yeah. I got you. I'll send it.
1: Yeah, send it to me.
2: <laughs>
1: Sorry, Thriller.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so, if anybody's trying to find a void, what's the easiest way to get find you guys?
2: We made it real easy for you. <laughs> you look up a Void kicks ass on any social media, you'll find your fucking boys. that's there you it go. There you I go. I love it. I love it when
3: bands actually. It's the same freaking yep, thing. kicks ass. There cost.
0: it is. There it is. That's their socials right there
1: you already know baby
2: yeah i never understood why bands don't have all of their ads be the same across all what what gets me is
3: uh so-and-so band all right cool their instagram is so-and-so official and then so-and-so music and i'm like right fuck that it's so hard
1: yeah I guess,
3: I,
0: I guess if you get to a level, though, where somebody can beat you to the platform, right? So now everybody knows avoid kicks ass. So if the next thing pops up, they're going to go run and grab it. And you might have to do something different.
2: See, that makes sense. But I feel like you have to be to like a certain size. You know what I mean? Like Paul McCartney official. I ain't going to rip on Paul McCartney. Like he probably needs an official page. But like <laughs> tiny ass band underscore official. And then you look and it's like 400 followers. It's like, I think it's probably your page.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it could be like us, where it's the sound, and that's like such a generic thing, but it meant a lot to us that we had to put two two eight behind it, like we were trying to be rappers from New Orleans back. I like day. How,
2: I love how you guys have done your branding, though. You guys have like made because it's like exact, like because it's called the sound, it's like very familiar, but then you guys have obviously put your own twist on it, and I think it's like really, really cool what you guys have done.
0: Sweet. Well, thank you.
2: I, nice. That's all.
3: Him.
0: <laughs> I'm well, just the face. It's a team effort, maybe. I will say that. It's a team effort. So,
3: Lisa, Dude, this, I'm has been, you this, out.
0: this has been as cool as I thought
3: it was going to be. Did you almost choke on wine when I said I'm the face?
1: <laughs> no, Kevin. Fire all. Gone. Oh, no. No.
0: Oh, oh she's, she's out.
1: out. She's
0: coming back. Oh, he's double clicking me, Lisa. <laughs> double clicking.
1: Oh, uh, yeah,
0: love it. that was great. That <laughs> All was right, great.
1: Well, <laughs> tour kicks off very, very soon. People get your tickets. Avoid's going on tour at the plot and you, Silent Planet, and Cane Hill, November 2nd to December 3rd. Get your ass there. You're not going to want to miss it. Find them at Avoid Kicks Ass. We're a party, baby. Soon. Get your ass to the merch table. Go talk to Benny in between sets, or he's have to yell at you. Okay, <laughs> That's it. That's it. you've, That's you've
3: learned
2: the trick now.
3: And hold That's him up correct. while he
1: comes out, crowd surfing because he's going to.
2: Yeah, please okay. do that. Don't drop me. I, I, no. I mean, if you do, it's fine. I'll figure it
0: out. But like, don't drop me. <laughs> Wow. dude well, baby, Thank you for your time. Thank you, so much, Yo, thank
2: you guys. No, seriously. Thank you guys for having me. Lisa, It's so great to see you again, and I'm excited to see you in New York. Like seriously, this has been such a great night. I really have had a great time spending my evening with you guys. Thank hey, you. we'll be spinning
0: money. on the radio station too, on the digital hey, app. No yeah, listen to it. the
2: fucking sound here. Here I'll give you one last clip. There we go. Hey, mother,fucker, listen to the sound.
1: <laughs> I
0: love That's the it. Movies. That's
3: genuine. That's genuine. That's genuine. <laughs> That's I'm it. I'll rip the audio off of that. That'll play every, every between every fucking song for like <laughs> Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes, Benny. Yeah,
3: oh my thank god. You so interview. much, Benny. Enjoy the rest of your night. Hey, Go thank you
1: yes,
2: so much, Susie. Thank you guys. Chat soon.
3: Thank All you. Right,
1: keep killing yeah.
2: it.
0: Later. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and the Homegrown Show All right there inside of the app. Go download it now. You won't be disappointed. And once again, we are the sound. We are New Rock.